Hey everyone, I'm Chris Stoddard, this is Tanner Makanoa, this is Ben Swallow, and this is Ashton Hunt, and this is The Oddcast, the podcast where Ashton gives us $20 for being on the uh, podcast. (laughs) 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 She laughs and she doesn't want to. (laughs) Not like I'm serious, like, give us 20 bucks so you're not on it. No. (laughs) Okay, podcast is over. (laughs) Turn off the cameras. Adadillo, kick her out. (laughs) <laughs> I thought we were supposed to hide that again. We'll hide it next episode, even though I said that three episodes ago. <laughs> I know, it's been sitting in the same there. position. <laughs> um, yeah, he's fine. Ashton, thanks for coming on the oddcast. Uh, I'm sorry that things were kind of miscommunicated. orchestrated. Yeah, miscommunicated <laughs> wrong. No, it's all poorly, good. But that's, that's besides I, the point. I was trying to go through our text. I'm like, did I not say this clearly? <laughs> 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 no, it's all good. I'm stoked to be here. Yes. Yes. I, we're stoked to have you. Um, we wanted to have Ashton on to talk about kind of how you got into music and just why, why is it your passion? Like what, what makes it, what do you love so much about music that um, makes you want to pursue it or just like you know, create it every, every day. Right. So the way I got into it, it's actually really funny. My uncle lived with me and my family when I was in like fifth grade and he was in this like really cool, like folky band and they would practice in our garage. And I was like, I, my bedroom was above the garage. Right. So I'd like lay on the ground as like a 10 year old with my ear, like to the floor. Uh-huh. And I'd like listen to them practice. And then eventually I got like super brave and I like snuck down into the garage like <laughs> after I was in bed, right? Like you weren't supposed to. Yeah, like I wasn't <laughs> supposed to. And I was like, oh, I'm in, I'm like in bed, but I like snuck into the garage and I would like listen to them play. And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. They would like write songs and hang out. And I was like, this is so rad. And then um, they had a show at um, Jazzy's. Is that what it was called? That old like. Jazzy Java. Jazzy yeah. Java. yeah. What's it called? It's like just. The blue cats or blue something cats blue something yeah, yeah uh-huh. they had they had a show there like a, a little while later i don't know so long ago but um and they had me play the washboard <laughs> yeah and what it was, yeah like it was real so folk cool. music right there yeah. <laughs> my musical yeah, so I, journey started with the washboard i like had a washboard and a spoon and i had like blue skinny jeans on because i was in fifth grade but <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome so that was like really my first exposure to like people sitting down together and creating music together and it was really really cool can can um, you describe the feeling of performing like when you were that young because i don't think most people I, have even um, gotten that opportunity so. <laughs> did you I, not do choir in fifth grade like everyone else <laughs> i guess that's true that feeling i don't i don't know i was like I was like, my job's not that important, like, because I, I was so off. The washboard is too important. <laughs> it, it, right. It had like the, it had the right aesthetic, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, like they wouldn't really give me a job that would like ruin everything. So I wasn't super nervous, but it was like, I felt so cool because their, their like call time or whatever was like 1130 or midnight or something. And I'm like and they kept 10 you years up old. Like, you're yeah. like, heck yeah. For sure. It was so That's cool. a funkel right there if I ever heard of one. Yeah, it was so rad. It was like one of the best nights of my life. And I was like 10 best best feeling um but it was it was like kind of nerve-wracking because I, I was like surrounded by all these older people right but no i just i think it was actually just a lot of fun that's awesome so that's so yeah. sweet i could fun. i can imagine little little ashton <laughs> just head to the ground just like listening that's so crazy so your uncle kind of 
and his band introduced it to you mm-hmm. um do you remember like the first time you ever tried to create your own music or like do you remember that experience yeah so my uncle again he like noticed that i obviously was taking interest in in the music and right. he went to the di and he bought me this guitar that was like this big and like the back of it was coming off the the strings wouldn't stay in tune it was such a piece of crap but i loved it <laughs> so much and um and so once i got that i was like oh my gosh like i can write songs now and i wrote a song about one of my friends and like just like our cool friendship or whatever I don't remember any of the words. I don't remember anything about it, but that, but again, it was probably like around that time that I started realizing that I wanted to create music. Right. Yeah. Is that like, how did, did you know like the structure of it? Did you even know how to like, oh, first you got to make the beat or or like, yeah, absolutely not. (laughs) It was just kind of right off the dome. I just like, he, he taught me like two chords maybe. And I just Mm. ran with that. And I just like, I was like cool like i'll play this one and then when it like feels good like i'll change to the other one and then i'll just like pretend that i know how to make up a melody and like all these words and and just kind of like threw it all together and it was it probably was so bad i think i played it for my friend and she said she liked it but i i guarantee you <laughs> i guarantee it was so bad it's kind of like my first song with tanner and christian <laughs> told me it was good i don't want to get into that <laughs> do you oh. do you ever like take what you know now and you're like, how did I ever function without this knowledge? Because <laughs> sometimes, like, I'm like, like, for example, if I'm making, like, a drum pattern, I'll either put the snare or the clap on the third beat or, like, the second and fourth. I don't even know what it's called. Like, it goes one, two, three, four, like, for a beat or whatever. You either put the, the snare on the second and fourth or the third. And it's like, now that's, like, the first thing I do is I start with that whenever I make drum patterns and stuff. And I'm, like, thinking about, like, a year ago, I'm like, how did I do this for so long without knowing these rules? Like, yeah. So like, do you ever like learn that when you're like, how did I even do anything? Kind of the weird thing about the songs that I write though, a lot of them don't really fall under like a beat pattern. That's why I don't really show them to anybody is cause they don't, they don't really make sense musically. Like like music theory and stuff like doesn't really apply to the songs that I write. Cause I don't really like keep a beat I just kind of flow with it and it doesn't ever really make sense I never all my songs I'll never play them the same way twice really it's like art it's like true art and so I like that's why I never really show them or put them out because if anybody ever wanted me to play them again that exact same way I probably couldn't so you don't write the music for other people you just write it for yourself and to explore that or yeah pretty much I I mean there have been times where I'm like there's like two songs that I'm like I really should put these out because I think people could relate and I think people I would hope people could benefit from it but then I just get nervous and I'm like but I Mm. I don't know if they'll if they will I don't know if I can ever play them the same way again and then I kind of just like talk myself out of it so yeah you know what I think is funny about that so I was playing pickleball with a few other friends Tanner wasn't there unfortunately what I was cheating on you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway <laughs> so anyway actually i lied about that i would never cheat on you but i was at the pickleball courts for some reason <laughs> no nah, i was playing pickleball with some friends and this little like two or three year old kid comes out of freaking nowhere and he just picks up one of our extra paddles and in balls and just like runs away <laughs> and just like is playing with this paddle and it like was such an like 
just thinking about how much we can learn from kids, like that kid does not care one bit <laughs> that he just stole our pedal. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not yours. That that's not his pedal, right? And so I was just like, we should be more like that. Obviously, like not just go stealing people's pedals, but it's <laughs> like, how often do we talk ourselves out of things because we're like, oh, what will people think? But it's like, just like like I like we me, me and Tanner play pickleball sometimes. I'm like, dang, we should ask those two people if we should if we can play doubles. But I like talk myself out of it because i'm like that's weird but then as soon as somebody's like yo you guys trying to play doubles me and tanner are like oh yeah sure so it's like why like why do you think like what kind of head chatter goes on to like make you talk yourself out of sharing your music oh that's a heavy question (laughs) chris (laughs) um i don't know i it kind of falls back to like i i will never play them the same way twice that kind of really gets me gets me stuck in my head and and makes me feel like I really shouldn't put myself in a position where I could potentially not live up to any expectation that someone has of a song that I wrote because it'll be different oh, than it was okay. when I put it out. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of keeps me from releasing it. Um, I also just, this is going to sound so dumb, um, but I, I don't have like as great of equipment as I would like to have. And so it doesn't sound as good as I would like it to. And so yeah. that keeps me from putting it out. Um, and then I just write, oh, I write a lot of songs about boys I've dated <laughs> and I don't just want them and I don't want them to hear it cause they don't deserve that. <laughs> I mean, don't deserve to that know that. I do. Okay. You he just to releases music. them like way down the road. <laughs> no. Yeah. Seriously though. Because like sometimes like I'll like write about something it, like that happens and Tanner's like, isn't this kind of obvious? Like they're going to know. I'm like, this isn't coming out for like six months. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah no um to kind of go off of what chris was saying um chris always uses the term at least i've always heard you say sometimes you just have to be too stupid to know any better in like a way of like put yourself out there because a lot of people like in a in a made-up story right i could be thinking in my head and be like no i don't i don't want to show um, this director, my acting skills, um, because like, it's not professional. It's yeah. not, it's not cool enough. Um, but then if I were to have done that, and then if I did get the the opportunity to be casted in a role or something like that, it's like, you really do have to be too stupid to know sometimes any better. Um, yeah. just because I feel like it gets you out of your comfort zone. And so would you say that there has ever been a time um in your music career where you have um i don't know felt like you put all fear aside and you just kind of performed and you did it and it was like this is sick oh yeah definitely yeah Yeah, so um just over a year ago i actually opened for a really cool band down here um called the backseat lovers there you told me about this yeah and they're a sweet band they're so good so talented great music um I love them. They are so rad. And uh, it was like crazy how it all came together. But long story short, uh, I ended up opening for them. And I was so scared. (laughs) I was freaking out. Um, How many people was there? I think it ended up being like 80 people. Okay, that's pretty decent. Um, (laughs) Or like 75 or something. But it was was packed though. Small room. So it felt huge, even though it probably wasn't that massive. But like the room was small, so it was so 
so close and everybody was like so hyped and I was like oh my gosh like they're gonna hate me because I'm not as cool as this band and like uh and I was also singing some originals and I was so scared for that I I had I had um I had two in my set and then I had a few covers that I was really excited to share I was stoked to share the covers because I was like I felt no no responsibility any Halsey covers and no actually I did Taylor Swift no come on I I don't even know who you are I'd say I listen to more than Halsey and Taylor Swift no I'm just saying I know those are like some of your faves they are some of my faves you're right um but yeah so I like walked out there after I was like introduced it was really cool everyone was stoked and I just like sat on this stool with my guitar and I just like took this big deep breath and I was like okay like I can do this and I just like went for it I think I had like four or five songs on my set and like people were like seemed happy with it and it was a really cool opportunity I like met the band and stuff and like um it was really really cool and it was definitely a different kind of like natural high to to like hear the applause and like Mm -hmm. uh I sang a John Bellion cover um Human and I did I wish I was there now I did the giving me FOMO (laughs) I did the piano version of it and that, I pl- like, and I played so good. Oh, so yeah good. so I played the piano to that song and I could see people like singing it back to me and yeah. I was like oh that must be so surreal is that not so just surreal. the best feeling it was ever? so crazy I was like I understand now why people like do this till the day they die pretty yeah. much like it was really really cool and yeah I haven't felt anything quite like it since then but I was definitely so scared. You should have saw me like before, <laughs> like in sound check. I was like, uh, "Are you sure it sounds good? Like, <laughs> are you sure that that's level? Are you sure that you can hear my my vocal and the guitar? Like, what about the piano? What about the bass? Like, I was a wreck. Like, I probably was so annoying that night beforehand because I was just like so stressed and so scared, and I just wanted to do so well. But yeah, that do was. Do you feel like once you started performing, those fears? did they diminish or like did they leave or were they still there just like lighter um kind of yeah so when I went into the first song that that whole set is actually a blur to be honest oh I bet most of it is a blur I don't remember what my first song was um (laughs) you don't remember performing or you're like you're like halfway through a song and you're like yeah yeah seriously like I started the first song and like it kind of melted away because I was playing my guitar I'm so I feel really safe behind my guitar like singing to a track or to someone else like playing whatever for me really stresses me out mm. um but I feel really safe behind my guitar so like that melted away and then oh like as the set went on and I was getting closer to doing human because I don't play the piano I just learned that song on YouTube <laughs> what um, and so I was and you're that talented <laughs> I mean that's crazy <laughs> yeah I was so scared because I I don't like I can't read sheet music like I just memorized like the muscle movement for it um and so like leading up and that was my second to last song and I, so like the fear was coming back right so as I like stepped over and sat at the piano, my hands were just like shaking and I was so scared. It ended up being okay. And, um, that actually ended up being my favorite song on my set list, but that's um, so sweet. Yeah. It was super, it was super fun, super awesome. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it was, I was so, I've never been more scared in my life. Yeah, see, but like, that's, that's the craziest thing. Cause not only were you like, 
playing piano and singing, but like you're playing guitar, like those things, they don't make sense in my mind. Like I I've talked about this before on the podcast about guitar. I've like, I've never really played guitar. Um, but my buddy like showed me a couple of strings and stuff. I suck at guitar. Like how do you guys, cause you three play. That's how I feel about editing video. You start editing stuff and I'm like, what is going on? I get, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm like musically, I'm just yeah. not there. And so like, but you have a really good singing voice. You got that sweet voice. Polynesian <laughs> vocal cords. Yeah. No, but like you guys are singing and doing guitar or piano. Is that like, I don't know, like for people who don't aren't into music or instruments, was that hard for you to pick up, like to play at the same time as you were singing? Or was it just kind of like, did it come naturally after learning guitar? Um, kind of yes and no. When I first started playing, I watched, a, I learned everything I know from YouTube pretty much. I, right. I learned a couple basics from, from my uncle, but um, pretty much most everything that I know is from YouTube. I, I can't read sheet music. I can't read like any kind of music pretty much. Um, mm. And so I just watch a lot of people play and watch how they handled themselves while they played. And I've been singing like my whole life. My mom yeah. has videos of me at like four years old singing. I could practically sing before I could talk, but I so, believe it. <laughs> yeah. so it, it, it did come naturally to sing and play at the same time, but it depended a lot on the song. If it was just a song that I could just strum to, or like had a very simple picking pattern, being able to sing to that was really easy, easy. And I, always tried to pick songs that I knew really well or that meant something to me so that I wouldn't get sick of practicing them. Mm -hmm. um, but songs that I have wanted to learn for someone else or for some special occasion or something like that, I seem to have a little bit of a harder time putting two and two together, but right. Yeah. That's insane. I, um, I'm thinking about like, just kind of I, sorry to go kind of back of what you were saying like before your before you came out on stage and like how you said you must have been the most annoying person and everything like I feel that to small 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 extent um uh because of and this is this is so like such a far throwback but um in high school uh, Matt Morgan and I did like a dance thing for like senior uh show off or something like that and i you guys killed it literally being so nervous over something so stupid because like i don't wait do you remember that i was in senior show off too yes i do and i was gonna bring that up <laughs> but like i genuinely know what you're saying because like i don't i don't like really take dance like or serious or anything like that mm -hmm. it's just more like for fun um, and I remember freaking out cause I was like, yo, I'm going to be performing in front of all these people. But then as soon as I got on the stage, I literally immediately, like just in my mind was like, okay, you're acting, just act. Yeah. And that was it. And so like, I, that's why I kind of was wondering if like you had felt that way of like, like the, the fear kind of going away, uh, when you were performing human, but to go back, back to the, um, <laughs> senior show off what what song did you perform i can't remember i did hallelujah yes yeah and they asked yes, me I to do. cut a verse out of it and i, I remember and then that I, was so stupid and then i didn't that was so stupid <laughs> i was they so glad i don't i think they said it was like too long or something for I the bet for the it was assembly because the person wanted to perform the person who told you 
was in charge of it, right? Wasn't I think, like that yeah. girl yeah, I think in she charge was. of it? I, oh, I mean, don't, drop, don't no. put her on blast. But <laughs> no bad, no <laughs> I'm way. not putting her on blast. Um, but yeah, I think she performed too. Did she? I don't remember. I just remember like having to be there so early. I was so tired and I was super nervous, obviously. Like, because no one, I feel like no one really knew that I liked music as much mm-hmm. as I did in high school since I played basketball and just like yeah. kind of hung out with that crowd. Like, I didn't really start putting a ton of effort into music until like the end of senior year I feel like and so people probably I was worried people like didn't even know that I wanted to do Mm. music or like or that it was a huge part of my life and so I was like super nervous about that but and then she was like hey you need to cut one of your verses because uh it's too long and we're we have like a limited time for the assembly she was just jealous trash and and I was like okay yeah sounds good whatever and I and I remember being really upset because I was like I don't want to do that and and I can't remember I can't remember if you told me but someone backstage was like just don't yeah it was Christian and I because I remember Christian was about to do his bodybuilding poses um and we were gonna do the dance Matt and I and we were like don't yeah don't freak and so I did it what are they gonna do be like I don't know stop yeah (laughs) and that's what and that's what they said too they were like what are they gonna do like come out and stop you like just don't cut it and I was like okay I was so proud of you when you did because I was like I never knew that. That's funny. That's such... I don't know. That was so messed up to me. I think that's yeah, so that's weird. kind of screwed up. Do you want to pursue music as like a career? Like you say that you like want to pursue it, but does that mean you just want to have it as like a hobby or would you like to make it your life? Answer carefully. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a hard question for me because uh, I... My main thing that I want to do in life, honestly, is be a mom and be a wife. And I know that sounds so like old fashioned of me. Wow. But it's not if it's um, what you want and what makes you happy. Yeah. And I think that's what I want, want the most, obviously. And I was kind of telling Tanner this before we started. I was like, obviously, if someone came in right now and was like, hey, do you want a record deal? I would say yes. And I would definitely put my whole entire heart and soul into that. Um, But I, I mean, I do love music and it is a huge part of who I am and and I wouldn't trade my talents for anything but I think when it really comes down to what I want in life and where as of right now where I'm at in life I kind of am just focusing on my education and becoming good for being a wife and a mother and those kinds of things that's cool one of my favorite artists is Nick D he's not like big he has like 200,000 I mean he's big enough he has 200,000 monthly listeners on Spotify but my, one of my favorite things about him is his bio on Instagram. It says like what he does, right? And mm-hmm. it's like father, husband, or yeah, husband, father, independent artist. And I'm like, I really think that should be. And like Eminem always says that too. He's like, I mean, because he his um, relationship with his wife went south, so he'd always <laughs> say like, I'm a father before I'm a rapper. Yeah. And I just like I think that's so cool. Yeah. Like Logic retired so he could be a dad. Mm-hmm. And like give his son a hundred thousand percent, because he's like, I love my son more than rap. I mean, I'm sure he could do both, but it's like he has the money. Why yeah. not just be a dad? You know, a dad yeah. and a father. So I respect that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's probably what that's a good way to put it. Is I definitely want to be, like, I mean, obviously I'm not married and I don't have kids, so I can't say like wife, mother, well, before yeah, 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 singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like for right now, like I definitely want to be like good friend and good daughter good sister 
before a singer. If that's that a really sense. cool way to put that. I like yeah. that. Um, would you say, because uh, at the beginning of the podcast, Chris had mentioned um, that you like Taylor Swift and Halsey and those kind of people. Who would you say, out of out of your favorite music artists, um, who would you say has like inspired you the most, or like you've felt like you've wanted to kind of relate to? That's a that's a hard question. I listen to a lot of different things. I actually have a playlist on my phone of like fifty two songs. I think is how much is on it right now that I never skip. Like whenever <laughs> they come on my shuffle or whatever, like I will never skip them. Um, I think Julia Michaels is really cool. She's a super talented writer. Like she just is so so talented and writes so well. So I think she's one for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I do love Halsey. I think she's a, an amazing storyteller. She has a lot of concept albums, and so they all connect, and it's really cool that way. Um, I mean, Taylor Swift, I'm, I, <laughs> I hate to admit it, but she is the music industry, and she's that for a reason, and I think she has a really... Oh, what about Drake? No, I swear. I'm just saying the weekend. She, she just has this amazing capability to tell stories as well and write and write yeah. really well. And I and she does all of her own writing. Yeah. Right? And as yeah. a singer songwriter, like that's huge that she just has, you know, built this yeah. entire yeah, empire. She's been around for a long time. Yeah. I agree with you. And so I, I can't help but, you know, tip my hat to her because of everything she's done. But um, yeah, I also love Lainey. I mean, he's he's a really good writer, too. Love. I don't know if that's how you say his name, but do you yeah. know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know his song with Black Bear was so good. Yeah. I never know I've how to pronounce that. Yeah, I don't either, but I love him. He he's one of my favorites too. John Bellion. I, I mean, John going Bellion. back to John Bellion, I he was like the coolest concert I've ever been to. He was so rad. So yeah, I mean, that's just a few. I could seriously go on and on about all the people that I listen to that have influenced me. But when it really comes down to it, though, I think it all comes back to lyrics for me. Um, because like I said, like music theory, I don't really, I don't really know it. I don't, I don't know how to apply it to my music. So when lyrics like hit really hard, um, that really is what will send me into like a euphoric state while I'm listening to music. <laughs> so obviously other artists will uh, influence you musically and things like that. But how much would you say it, the music you listen to actually affects your life? Like your like your average day to day thinking the way you do things, would you say it like it does affect you a lot? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I listen to a lot of sad music, because um, <laughs> like I said, lyrics are like my thing. Um, but I was actually listening to "Roses" by the band Camino. Do you know who that is? Uh -uh. They're I've heard of them. they're sweet. They write some really fun stuff. I was listening to "Roses" by them the other day, and I had my windows down. And I was just like driving down sunset and I was like, life is so good. But I think a part of that really was like this really upbeat, like party kind of vibe song playing in the background. Well, if not in the background, it was up like all the way. Um, and just like feeling some warm air coming into my car and like the wind blowing in my hair. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's fun to drive down Sunset Boulevard with your windows down, but like how much more fun is it when you add like a super cool song to it and like kind of give your life like a soundtrack 
That sounds so cheesy. Wow. No, but, that's not. but like, I think everybody does that. So. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I think that it does affect me a lot, but it also has saved me in so many situations where I have felt like super sad or I was really excited about something or like I needed to hype myself up or whatever. Um, I feel like it's nice to know that I can always find a song to like a, accompany me to that. Would you say it's like therapeutic for you? Oh yeah. Like I spend, I spend so much time just like laying on the floor of my room and yeah. I got some new speakers for Christmas. <laughs> I'm sure Ooh. my family loves that. <laughs> um, and because I, I got a new record player, actually, and the speakers that came with it also That's double as a Bluetooth sick. speaker, um, which is awesome. And so I will just lay on my floor and just turn that up so loud. And I love that you lay on your floor. Yeah, it's always on the floor. I don't know why. And yeah. Chris knows that because anytime we've written together, I always have to lay always on the floor. always got to go lay on the floor. Yeah, I always <laughs> have to I'm lay on the floor. I'm sitting in my chair. I'm like, you can sit down. She's like, no, I like the floor. Yeah. <laughs> all right. all my, hey, all, all the songs that I have written that I have not deleted or forgotten, I've written on the floor. So... I don't know what that's about, it's but a safe place. I'm just a floor person, I guess. <laughs> but, um, and I have th these like little sticky balls that I throw on the ceiling and they'll like fall back to me. I will do that for hours. I'll just like lay on the floor and listen to music and just like throw them at the ceiling and they'll fall back to me and yeah. I can do it for hours. And I usually do if I don't have anything to do for that's my day. Yeah. Or like when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll just like tell everyone, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go in my room and listen to music. Like, don't bother me. Gonna go uh, throw some sticky balls at the ceiling. <laughs> hey, it, it's I, like, dude, my mom bought balls. me those. Okay, kid you not. Christmas, thanks, mom. Those things that at least the brand that I got sucked. I threw them up, didn't come down. I literally <laughs> left it so up does there. Does that mean that they for like a day too well? Is that a thing? I, no, they didn't do their purpose right because it didn't come back down. I think I don't know how did they never worked. come down or did they come down like a few hours later? I had to rip it off. Okay, maybe you just so up and grab. Maybe you just didn't yeah, wait long enough. I had <laughs> I I got two different. My little brother got me a set for Christmas. Thanks, uh -huh. Eats. Um, and those <laughs> those ones work, <laughs> okay. and I should find out from him what they are because yes. they work. But I bought a different um, I bought a different pair from TikTok. Yes, I watch TikTok. That's the ones that I and, was you trying to get. Um, and they're still stuck on my ceiling right now. Oh, really? Like as we're sitting here, yeah. I ripped mine off and like you can see a little circle from where it was. Like it ripped the paint off or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's some marks on my ceiling too. I was like, my mom was not happy. Yo, this is <laughs> trash. Because like. Maybe you I just need a better ceiling. And throwing it. Probably. It just wouldn't <laughs> come down, man. I don't know. I don't get it. So TikTok, you lied to me. TikTok. I love TikTok. Same. If we're going to get on the subject of yes. TikTok, I love TikTok. I think TikTok's hilarious. I think it's a great platform. I also to, post a lot yeah. of covers on TikTok. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Uh, what's your, you can your plug. Handle. Give it's that a plug. Ashton.hunt21. A-S-H-T-O-N dot H-U-N-T 21. Yo, go follow. TikTok. Go follow. And then on Instagram, it's Ashton Hunt Music. Yes. So, and do you post we're gonna take We're going to take a moment of silence. Go follow. <laughs> do you do you post regu regularly? I post pretty often on TikTok. It's a little easier to post like shorter videos on TikTok. Right. Um, and on my Instagram, I'll usually post like full covers. Mm. Um, so I don't post on my Instagram as often as I'd like to. 
Um, but yeah, I'd say I post frequently enough. I mean, I'm, I used to post every day, but that was exhausting and it gets it's so tiring. hard. Yeah. And so I was like, I can't, I can't post every day. Um, so yeah, I, I post frequently, but not every day. What have been some of your favorite covers that you've done on TikTok or Instagram? Um, I did fast car by Tracy Chapman. That's a, good song. That's a great song. I've been covering that song for a couple years now but it never gets old it's so pretty it's so fun to play um so I really like that one I did um what was another one that I really liked I did if this is the last time by Lainey um he has a couple lines in there that really relate directly to me and my mom and so I really liked liked that song um all my Taylor Swift covers are so fun I (laughs) I I can't help it like it's always fun to cover a good Taylor Swift song um, I did Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Is since that on? It's like the on uh, TikTok or Instagram? It's on TikTok and Instagram. I need to go listen. Um, is she is she going to be like a one-hit wonder, or do you think she's going to have longevity? Like re- oh, a relevance, she's a really talented like writer. I think she'll stick around. Yeah. Yeah, she's super, super talented, like a really, really talented writer. I've watched some of her videos on Instagram and TikTok of her just like posting stuff that she's written. And anything that she releases, I think people will be able to relate to and yeah. love. Because even at, what, 22, she released a song about her getting her driver's license. And me. it was, like, my favorite song for, like, a month. Don't remind me how young some of these super famous people are. <laughs> yeah. Everyone you are at. Pace. I know. Yeah, yeah you got you to. Gotta, everybody got their own journey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's super intense. I like that. So would you say you, you prefer to do covers over originals? Or are they pretty even? Um, when I'm posting, I definitely prefer to do covers just because it's safer. Not as vulnerable. It's not as vulnerable. Yeah. 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 Um, I do have one of my originals on my Instagram though. It's called tired. I wrote it when I was 18 about a boy (laughs) that I dated in high school. Drats. Um, and yeah, that song was like one of the first songs that I had written and finished. And that's probably the song that I play the most similar to the first time I wrote it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, yeah. cause it's different every time I play it, but I'd say since I've been playing it for so long and I wrote it so long ago that it kind of has found a home sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that song's on there. And I was just like, I had written so many songs before that about this same boy. And I was so tired of writing about him. <laughs> and oh, so that's why, it's, that's why it's called tired. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like about how I'm really sick and tired of writing about him and thinking about him. And, and yeah, I wrote that one on my floor. So what inspires you most to like write music or begin the songwriting process? A good old breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Love um, and loss. <laughs> yeah. I, a good old breakup always kind That's of funny. that, that'll send me to go write a song pretty quickly. It's like my main way of coping I guess um or I probably some some of the things I've gone through in my family as well I've written a couple of songs about that none that I've really shared but so it's probably just you know hardship I would say as a a broad term for it probably just hardship and anything that I don't really know how to express without the comfort of my guitar probably so things that you would say have have happened in the past or that you can kind of 
let out emotion in a, in a way yeah yeah for sure that's super cool i like that can you kind of take us through your songwriting process like what you do yeah for first sure step, lay on the floor yeah <laughs> that is step, the first sticky step balls. Sticky balls. Yeah. <laughs> so, the first step is definitely to go sit on the floor or lay on the floor um and then i'll usually you, you play the guitar while you're laying on the floor huh? okay yeah i use my i use my taylor it's like my lightest smallest okay. guitar and so i'll play that while i'm laying on the floor but um yeah so i'll lay on the floor i'll grab my guitar and i'll usually just start playing um wherever i f- i'll throw a capo on there sometimes and just start playing songs that i know and um kind of branch off from them and then once i find some picking pattern or chord progression that i like i'll start just like mumbling to it <laughs> like i won't even say yeah. actual words like i'll just kind of mumble to it and kind of try and sing to it and then eventually words just kind of form themselves mm-hmm. um it's it feels really cool when it all comes together nicely because it, it it comes out so naturally um i love that feeling but sometimes i do battle though i I will like sit down and I'll write a couple of lines and I'll be like, Oh, that was really good. And I I'll like save that. And then I'll come back to it a couple of days later. And I'm like, that is terrible. Why did I think that was good? And then I feel yeah, you. And, hardcore and so it's like, I definitely have gone to battle with myself multiple, multiple times. Um, but there have been also a couple of times where I've sat down and written a song in five minutes and, and have been able to stick with it. Tired is actually one of them. Tired. I sat down and I, pretty much sang the whole thing improvised i made a few tweaks here and there obviously but um most of that song was just improvised in that time but yeah do you do you ever surprise yourself like you like write something and then you're like whatever and you come back to it later and you're like did i did i do that yeah like you were like did i actually do that (laughs) yeah i i wrote a song um after another breakup, different breakup. I've not dated that many Golly. people. <laughs> I've not dated that many people, uh-huh. I swear. <laughs> sure. Uh, Why don't you name them all? <laughs> you want me to name them all? No, There's, no, no, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. No, 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 no. Put them on blast. <laughs> Tell them the bad things they did. Uh, no, that's okay. We I, all make our own mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but wait, what was I saying? You got me all flustered now. <laughs> um, yeah, you were gonna name to all the boys you dated. <laughs> no. um, She's about to get inspired. But oh, right, over. one of the breakups inspired yeah. you for another song. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote a song called '85. I like four people on this planet have heard it. I don't. So I get, don't know if it even really exists. But it's about to be eight. Um, and wait, what? You said five people, and there's three more. So oh, right. Live performance. <laughs> Live performance. Um, and I like wrote it kind of the in the same way I wrote tired. It was in one sitting, and I wrote it on on my electric, which I don't usually do. I don't usually write on my electric, but and I wrote it. I re- recorded it as a voice memo, and I went to bed. <laughs> and I woke up the next morning, and I listened to it, and I was like dang I was sad (laughs) and I was like but that's also really good and I was pretty impressed with myself that I didn't delete it because I feel like normally at that point in time I'm like well that was dumb I should delete that and like actually sit down and write it because I was also like half asleep when I wrote it and so it was just kind of this weird like feeling that I woke up and actually was like yeah that was good and yeah well done (laughs) yeah dang well um I kind of I kind of wanted to ask you some uh, underrated and overrated questions. Is that is that cool? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. So first one. Oh, wait, do you not have these written down? No, straight off the dome. Straight off the dome. Okay, Taylor Swift. 
Underrated, overrated, or popular, or uh, properly, properly. It depends on the era. Okay. Uh, you say her, era? Her newest album. I'd say it's right where it should be. I haven't heard it. What's it called? Evermore. Should I? Well, she has two. She, two, two came out. Yeah, she released two, oh. but her newest, newest one is Evermore. You should listen to both of them. Evermore okay. and Folklore. And you said they're one. properly? Properly written? I heard mm-hmm. Folklore was super good. I'd never really listened it to it. It was super good. Highly recommend both of those albums. I was told that Folklore was amazing, and then Evermore was even better. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. But if we want to talk reputation, that album, absolutely overrated. I don't like that album. What? Why? I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't like it. You just weren't a fan of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, but that's my personal opinion, right? Uh-huh. I know there are right. plenty of people out there that are like reputations or best album, like to each their own, but. What I, songs are on that one? Uh, the. Look what you made me do. Yeah. Look it? what you made me do. Was that because like, of Kanye that she like kind of made that album? I have no idea. I like her and I like her music, but I don't really like dive into like all the investigations okay. that a lot of her fans do. I do that with Halsey though. Ooh, interesting. I love Halsey. Okay, Halsey. She's underrated. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Oh, she like, what? She's big, though. She's pretty big, like, though. Like, she dated G-Eazy. Like, they got half a billion views on him and I on YouTube. Like, she... She hangs out with David Dover. I feel like that's what she's... Yeah, like, I don't know. I just... Though. I feel like she... I don't know how to explain this because I feel like she, yeah, she dated g Easy and she did this song with the Chainsmokers and she's done stuff with Benny Blanco and she's done things with all these really cool artists and I don't want to. And she like, has her own name too. Yeah. Instead, like not, don't focus on the features, right? But yeah. But like, she has her own name. And so I definitely don't want to like minimize anything that she's done with, with those artists because it's, I love all of those songs that she's done. Yeah. Um, but, but like she has whole albums that are, I feel like are underappreciated. Like Badlands is her debut album. And that thing is a masterpiece. Like yeah. she created a whole new world with that album. And it's like really cool, kind of like grungy inner city vibes. And like it, it's super cool. A lot of the production is, was made like off of random sounds in the studio. Like she would throw stuff against the wall and be like, that sounds cool. Let's like put it in the song. <laughs> like, and so I just feel like little facts like that, like people don't know that. I just know that cause I'm weird. Yeah. But, and so I feel like she can be pretty underrated be- because of her weird. talent because she does all of that in the studio and then writes amazing lyrics and creates whole new worlds in her concept albums. And people don't know that. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. You're our guest. Um, okay. So Halsey, you would say, is underrated. Yeah. Even though she's getting bigger, like for right. sure, I won't I won't say that she's not. She but, Spotify. but I think she's still underrated. Yeah, I think that most people know her for like her features or whatever mm-hmm. and don't know her yeah. for her so yeah, I'd, I'd say that yeah, 40 million monthly listeners that's more than Eminem I still think she's underrated <laughs> yeah yeah 24th okay. most listened to artist in the world I still think she's underrated <laughs> alright McDonald's um I love McDonald's yeah we know McDonald's is good yo we you're all, like the we first girl to like ever admit that like that's no, Bobby, I love McDonald's. When we write like, and we get hungry. Yeah. We go get my not McDonald's. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> but, uh-huh. like, and it's cheap. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> so you'd say that's properly rated, or um, I I don't know. People give it so much crap. I guess I'll just go in the middle. Yeah, 
I feel like there it does get a lot of crap, yeah. dude. I'm probably hungry. for good reason. I'm hungry so too. Good. I was I'm on my way so over. Hungry I literally right told Tanner before we started. I was like, "Dang, I'm so hungry." <laughs> I know. We're uh, yeah, we're actually just go gonna cut the podcast right now. No, we're gonna all go to Taco Bell down the street. Taco Bell. We're going to McDonald's. I wanted to do a car cast. That'd be fun. We that should like sick. drive down Sunset and listen to the song and then have a car. It's a great song. Roses by the Ban Camino. Super good. Let's do it. My favorite yeah. song by them is See Through, though, if you want a song recommendation by them. See Through by the Ban Camino. Super good. Okay. Another one. What are your thoughts? Or Sorry. No, that's not that's not the question. <laughs> the question is. Sure. Or sh- how do you pronounce it? Sure. 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 Sure like microphones. Sure. Sure microphones. Yeah. I've heard sure, sure, sure. That sure. one. This one. <laughs> SM7B. Okay. This is the one that Chris uses. Right. So you recorded mid-May on that. Yeah. What, what about it? Overrated, underrated. Overrated, underrated, pop it. I don't really know because I haven't really worked very much with it. It seems like a really good mic. It seems like it did really well for us on that song. It sounds great. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I'd say it's pretty underrated i found out and the reason why i say that is because chris has educated me um apparently what michael jackson used michael jackson sort of used that microphone to record thriller not that one i mean like not this one not that one right there tons of artists use that microphone yeah yeah That's i mean crazy. i've seen it on like tiktok a bunch a lot of singers on tiktok i've seen them use it, it i mean i yeah. liked it i want one yeah, like like poor. if you look up Michael Jack recording Thriller, it's like him and he's like with Stevie Wonder and both using SM7Bs. Like it's homeboy Stevie Wonder. Yeah, he be in the stew <laughs> with the sure. Yeah, but I, I don't think he even knows that he was in the stew. If you know what I mean. <laughs> that was bad. That was rude. Um, <laughs> okay, last. Does he one. ever know where? <laughs> Probably not. The last question is. That's awful. Sorry. Underrated, <laughs> overrated, or popular. Ah. <laughs> just quit it with yeah, that yeah, word. Yeah, just yeah. Say in the I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> Making music. Like for me? Or just like, or just like in general? In general. I think, I don't know. Because I... It's hard to make music if you don't like it. I mean, I mean, I feel like everybody likes music, right? right. But I mean, if you don't really care for the process of it or what goes into it um then I feel like it's probably seems overrated to some people um but I don't know that's kind of a kind of a hard one I guess it could fall just to each their own again you know I mean yeah because for me it's always just been so like up in my face face and I've and I've loved it but I I know plenty of people that are just like oh yeah like I took couple years of piano lessons wasn't for me and they just kind of are done with it after that and that's that's fine so um yeah i don't know i guess to each their own on that one i guess i would say the reason why i asked it asked it was because for me coming up with like any lyrics is just it's not a it's not a thing like i don't understand how you two do it right bro you wrote play this your most universe and play this and covid yeah but that was like you knew how long that took me. And like for you, you can like come up with it fairly quick. And obviously you've been doing it way longer. Oh well, yeah. But the like process is different for everyone. It takes longer for some people. And yeah, I guess like Kendrick for me, Lamar it takes like, him like when's la- when he dropped damn, like how long has it been? Almost four years almost. 
But like, oh, like NF. Yeah, I can't remember what song you know? it was, but on to Pimp a Butterfly, it took him like six months. Like the beat was made and finished, and it took him six months to come up with the lyrics for one yeah. of his songs. That's crazy. So, the more you know. <laughs> I are you go ahead? Are no, you yeah, go. I want to know, since we've talked about your favorite artist, everyone's, in your eyes, the most underrated artist in your eyes. It's just one. Yeah. So like, we'll we'll hear from you first, then I want Tanner Ben. Oh, um, I. Unless you're still sticking with Halsey, but like, you take into account everything. Like most underrated artist. Oh. Um, do I get brownie points if I say Chris? <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna say nothing. But <laughs> I do my own production, mix, mastering, writing, engineering. So I mean, like, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, that's hard. Um, cause I I love the band Camino. I've mentioned them what like four or five times already, and they're great. Too um, many. No, I'm just kidding. But um, or like Jeremy Zucker is really cool. I don't know how many people know about him. He's good. Um, yeah. he's a fair amount. He he's up there with like. Is the he? same amount of monthly listeners as Logic and Russ. Oh, and cool. Really? Um, and NF. They're all about 12 to 13, yeah. 14 million. Like, uh, Chelsea Cutler is really cool, too. She writes some really cool stuff. Um, I know that there's more on my phone that I, like. Just one. Just one. one. Mm. It was, like, the most underrated Can artist. I cheat and look at my phone really quick? No. Who's, I can't. Off the dome. Off the, the dome. dome. Yeah, you can look at your phone. Okay, please hold. Go to Spotify <laughs> stats. All right, we'll go, we'll go to Tanner <laughs> while you're looking. Artist, most underrated. Pablo unless you Picasso. have yours. Unless you have yours. <laughs> me? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, give me a brief explanation why. I have mine, okay. so I can go first. Uh, yeah. I don't know if any of you would even know who he is. His name's Jim Croce. He's popular in the '70s, but he's like a super good storyteller, and the guitar in his songs is incredible. So, I mean, he. I think he only released two albums, and then he died right after. So yeah. it's just like what he could have done after is why I think he was underrated because his music was already so good in his first two albums that yeah yeah you think he could have just gone way better yeah for Interesting. sure. Interesting, David Croce, Jim. <laughs> it's where did you get that? C R O C E, but yeah, Jim I'll have to show you David. guys some of his songs. I'm trying to think of one for like today, today's time, but I mean it don't gotta be. I I mean that's what I was thinking, but yeah. it doesn't have to be like yeah, dude. Yeah, anytime. Jim Croce. Yeah. Ashton, That's crazy. You, 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 I'm gonna go you put the him. phone it down. I did. Oh, I did put the phone songs. down. Um, honestly, like, and this goes back to the beginning, right? The backseat lovers are insane. Like, they are such talented writers. Um, they're local to Utah, which I always feel like is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but they play all the instruments. Like, they are so, so talented. Um, they just... I can't, I, they leave me speechless, which I feel like doesn't happen to That's me awesome. very often. Um, but, and hearing them live too, like they really know how to perform really well. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say the backseat lovers. That's awesome. Dude, I've been thinking, I don't even know. Um, really? I would say NF, but like NF is pretty big. Like, you know, well, I mean, he could still be the most, he could still be the most underrated artist because I mean, of what, what he does, his content, you know? Dude, I don't know. There's so many good ones, but I think one that comes to mind, and he's not like super underrated, but I just don't ever really hear from him, is Somo. I think Somo is so, so good. I've never heard you talk about him in a long time. 
I I think Somo so. Mo. I don't even know if I <laughs> so know any Mo. songs. Um, I, I don't do, think he was the original. He's more R and B, right? <sighs> I don't know. He does a lot of covers, but you know the song. Let's hear it, Tanner. Ride. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind. I think his <laughs> really? music is so good, and his voice is fire, but just not a lot of clout for him, I guess. Interesting. What's yours, Chris? Well, okay, I'm not even gonna pretend like I don't know. Initially, I, well, I thought about no, I wouldn't logic. even say logic. Uh, logic's not even in the question for logic, me. Really? Like, I feel like, like he has, he has like five five times platinum single. He's got multi platinum, um, albums and stuff like that. Initially, I was gonna say Ryan Caraveo. I knew it. Just because he's not as big as like I feel like he deserves to be. But then I was thinking most underrated for what they do, I'd say Russ. Because he sits down, right, gets his laptop, makes a melody, makes the drums, produces the beat. Even though his beats may be, like, very simple, he, like, produces the beat, 100% him. You write down, sit down, write down the lyrics, come up with the melody. His voice is incredible. His lyricism is incredible. His raps are incredible. Like, everything, mixes, masters it, does it 100% by himself, Uh and then puts it out and it's like a lot of rappers do things themselves a lot of rappers can produce but it's like how many of them do it 100 percent themselves like 95 percent of the time I feel that. and then are as big as him and played the industry as well as he played the industry that's why it's true mm-hmm. true true i came up with another one for today's time if you guys have yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. on you've heard him yes i was yeah. listening have to him on the him? way way here Dude. i showed you him who he was the guy on drake's song Oh yeah, uh, Chicago oh, freestyle. Yeah, Dude, his oh. voice is so interesting to me. It's He's so like, deep and it's so cool. Right now, yeah, I love it. It's Pretty it's good. weird because it's almost like deep, but it's like I feel like there's no like low frequencies in his voice. Like yeah. it's just so clean. <laughs> it is smooth. It's very smooth. He's really good. Anyways, Ashton, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Yeah, Thanks for good. having me. Have um, me back sometime. Yeah, I'd love so to come you're back. Come perform come next time, right? Seriously, sure. Yeah, bring your guitar and we'll have you perform. Yeah, definitely. I Sweet. think that'd be super cool. Right, anyways, I'm Tanner Makanoa. That's Ben Swallow. That's Chris Stoddard, and that is Ashton Hunt. And we gotta go to the gym. Make sure you give her a follow. Yes, yes. follow her. Follow, follow her me. on all of her platforms. Um, peace. <laughs>